You are listening to the Daily Roundup here as part of the Reality Steve podcast. I'm your host, Reality Steve. Thank you all for tuning in. Got a good show for you today. Going to talk about the podcast coming up in a couple hours. You don't want to miss this one. And we've got some talk about what's going on in Bachelor Nation, including some new news that I'm going to share in the podcast and then also share on the website today because there needs to be some visual attached to this. Also, um, talking about Survivor, talking about the challenge last night a little bit, and then a story I have from Rehab yesterday, which we'll get to momentarily. This podcast is brought to you by Dame Products. As you know, Dame has the introductory vibrator, the dip. Whether the dip is your first vibrator or the toy that helps you rediscover what feels good for you, it's designed to be unintimidating and to encourage pleasure exploration without shame. So what you got to do is go to dameproducts.com, type in promo code REALITYSTEVE for 15% off your first order. That's dameproducts.com, promo code REALITYSTEVE for 15% off your first order. This podcast also brought to you by Green Chef. They are back. Green Chef makes eating well easy. It makes eating well easy with plans to fit every lifestyle. Whether you're keto, paleo, vegan, vegetarian, gluten-free, or just looking to eat more balanced meals, Green Chef offers a range of recipes to suit your preferences. Go to greenchef.com slash realitysteve135 and use promo code realitysteve135 to get $135 off across five boxes and your first box ships free. Green Chef, the number one meal kit for eating well. All right, let's get going. Um, as I am recording this, John King is just absolutely destroying on CNN. He's making love to that magic wall. He owns the magic wall. The magic wall does not have anything on John King. To me, he's basically the modern-day version of Chuck Norris. You know, I don't know if you know this, but John King has multiple sclerosis. But I look at it differently. John King does not suffer from multiple sclerosis. Multiple sclerosis suffers from John King. You get where I'm going with this. I could keep repeating uh, all these lines that were designed for Chuck Norris or Jack Bauer. One of the two. But, um, yeah, he's still going strong. And around 1 a.m. Central Time is when he gets subbed in for and some other dude takes over and messes around with King's magic wall, which I'm guessing doesn't go over well with the King. Anyway. Um, Okay. I want to talk about the podcast that's coming up in a couple hours because you don't even have to be a fan of pageants. You don't even have to be a fan of the pageant world. Follow it at all. This story is a great one. And I've referenced it before in the last month. And I knew I was going to have her on, and today is finally the day. Today on Thursday's podcast, you're going to hear from Allie Appleby, who was named Miss Teen Dallas USA about a month ago. I judged Miss Dallas that weekend. I did not judge teen, but I was there. They ran them simultaneously, so I was aware of her story. Talked to her a little bit after that, and then I saw her at a charity event two weeks later, about two weeks ago, and just became infatuated with her story and really thought, you know what, this is something that needs to be heard. And you might think, well, why? Well, (laughs) for one, it's already made national news. Her winning 
made national news. It made it on the AP. It made it on E! Online. It made it on People.com because she has a service dog. Allie's been diagnosed with epilepsy. Allie has been diagnosed with high-functioning Asperger's, and she has a service dog. So her story is incredible. This is an amazing young woman who now, because she won Miss Teen Dallas USA, will now go on to compete for Miss Teen Texas in July of 2023. So she's got plenty of time, and I just want you to take the time to listen to her story today because it's amazing. And there is some negative stuff in there in terms of what she's had to deal with. Having a form of autism, having epilepsy, the way she's treated, the way she has been treated, the way she's been treated since she won a month ago. It's a fascinating, fascinating story. I hope you all tune into this. And you know what? If you could do me a favor, if you do listen to this, I'd appreciate it if you reached out to her, if you feel the need to. Not everybody. I get it. You don't want to you know, contact strangers or whatever. I get it. But I think once you hear your story, I think you will be moved. And if you feel the need, send her a DM of encouragement on her Instagram. She is public. Her Instagram is Allie underscore Appleby underscore. So two underscores in there. A-L-I underscore A-P-P-L-E-B-Y underscore. And, you know, tell her you heard her on the podcast and you really like her story. Whatever. However you feel that she reached you. Because there's no way you can listen to her today and not feel moved in some way, shape, or form. And if you don't, you've got a cold heart or something. I I just don't know how. Um, This is an incredible young woman. And I knew I was going to have her on. And I'm so glad we finally got her on. And I, I really hope you enjoyed it. So that'll be coming up in a couple hours. So please... Be on the lookout for that and check that out. As for Bachelor stuff, I'm starting to hear more and more. I don't know who went home on the Final Four Rose Ceremony. You know, your Final Four is Gabriella, Charity, Ariel, and um, uh, <laughs> uh, who am I blanking on? The blonde one. <laughs> I know you're all screaming at me. I'm going to get my phone out. Gosh, I'm so bad at this. Why do I do this every time? You think I go into it thinking like, oh, I I know the final four off the top of my head. And it's just like, oh, wait, I don't. Yeah, Gabriella, Charity, Caitlin, and Ariel. Caitlin is the one I forgot. So I don't know who got sent home yet. And they should be starting to film, uh, not hometowns, overnights beginning today. I don't know where they are. But um, I pretty much have everything leading up to final three. And where they're at right now. So you, I need to put that together this weekend. I have a lot of it put together. I just need to fill more stuff in. And you will have that next week. I can guarantee you that. So I would say look for that on Tuesday. I just want to get a couple dates in. And you know, like I said, I've got everything in LA. I've got most of the stuff once they started traveling. It's just... I, you know, knowing who the final four are and knowing the women that left for travel, it's those in between that I'm like, okay, which ones left in which country? And I know like most of them, I know like 80% of them. So it's like three that I think I'm trying to piece. Wait, did they leave in this country or did they leave in this country? So I'm just trying to get that stuff straightened out. I would think I can get that in the next four days, but you'll have that next Tuesday. 
and look forward to that. You know what? Someone brought up to me in the reader emails yesterday. I don't know if you saw it, but somebody had brought up the notion of, hey, maybe if she didn't get with uh, Greg, that maybe Victoria could be the next Bachelorette, the way they were setting her up this season. And I'm like, no, I don't see that happening. They've never really cast a villain in that role. And someone brought it up to me today. They said, hey, see, what about Nick? And I said, well, when I answered the question, my mind was strictly thinking of Victoria because that's what the emailer had asked about. <clears throat> so my mind was strictly on Bachelorette. And every Bachelorette they've cast, none of them have ever been close to be being considered a villain. But I guess it is a fair point to make that Nick Vile was a villain. However, I think you could also make the argument that at the time that he was named The Bachelor, he had just come off a successful Bachelor in Paradise redemption edit, and he wasn't a villain at the time. Now, I mean, my gosh. I mean, we all know what Nick is now. You know, he's a mouthpiece for the show. He's a hypocrite. And I could say he's almost gone back to villain status, the the way he talks about people in this franchise and the way he tries to pretend things that he's not. So, but at the time, he had just gotten a redemption at it. So I guess it's debatable whether or not he was a lead on this show in this franchise, Bachelor or Bachelorette, that was a quote-unquote villain. He's probably the closest one to it because no Bachelorettes have ever been a villain. And I can't really think of many Bachelors that had a villain edit or a lot of people had a bunch of nasty things to say about them. Because Nick was not well-liked on either season that he appeared on, Andy's or Caitlin's. So, yeah, I mean, we'll see. I just thought that was interesting that a reader brought that up to me and my mind totally slipped on Nick. Even though my mind was set on talking about Bachelorette leads, it was interesting that Nick is probably the closest thing we ever had to a lead that was a former villain, so to speak. So something was brought to my attention a couple days ago that I find rather interesting, and it might explain a few things, and I'm going to include some photos in today's column. I can't obviously include it on the podcast, can't show you anything audio-wise, but um, someone contacted me and mentioned that Aaron Clancy seems to be seeing somebody post-show, and you're like, okay, well, it's November. The show was filmed in June. Yeah, but... Um, this woman's birthday was a couple nights ago and you know me and my new policy, if it's bachelor nation and bachelor nation and I hear about it, I'll talk about it. But this woman that Aaron is pretty much seeing dating, whatever you want to call it is not bachelor nation. So I'm not going to give her name and I'm not going to show her face, but you will see in the pictures today, I will X out her face and I'll show you what she has posted. A couple days ago was her birthday. She posted a picture of a vase of roses with a heart next to Aaron Clancy's Instagram name, basically insinuating Aaron gave her vase of roses. The other thing she posted, which was a roundup of pictures from the night of her birthday, Logan and Jacob were also in attendance, and there's a picture of Aaron kissing her on the cheek. It's pretty clear she's making it known on her Instagram that her and Aaron are a thing. So I'm like, okay, that's five months after the fact. Well, I was also notified that if you go back, is it, what is it, 18 weeks? She posted 18 weeks ago on her Instagram stories. 
It was either story or real. With Aaron at the beach, group of people taking a group picture, but Aaron is with her with his arm around her. 18 weeks from right now is right at the beginning of July, roughly, which would have been right after he got back from paradise. A little suspicious. And then the and then if you go back even further, last summer, there's a picture of them in Tulum, Mexico, together. Now, granted, that was last summer. But, look, I'm just saying, what Aaron's doing here is no different than most guys on this show. They've got somebody... And this girl does live in San Diego, so he's got somebody in his hometown that he was probably seeing, probably hooking up with, went to Paradise to just go have fun, hang out with James, get some more Instagram followers, be on TV. But now it kind of makes sense the way his relationship with Genevieve has gone. Just him running so hot and cold on everything, it makes a hell of a lot of more sense now knowing that, oh... Well, he had someone back home. So while he says these things to Genevieve and then backs away from them, you know, 24 hours later and tries to prevent her from leaving and then gets in a fight with her the next day, it just seems like, okay, it seems like this is my opinion that Aaron just kind of played Genevieve and just used her for roses and used her as his means to stay on the show. That's what it looks like to me. I don't have any proof of pre-Bachelor in Paradise filming of them together, but it's like, okay, last September they were together in Tulum. Literally a week or two after he got off Paradise, he's with her in a group picture. Two days ago was her birthday. He sends her a vase of roses. They're also hanging out with Logan and Jacob, and they're taking a bunch of pictures, and Aaron is kissing her on the cheek. It's not hard to think that he was talking to her pre Bachelor in Paradise, you know? Don't know what their definition was, how defined they were as a couple, whatever you want to say, but come on. I put two, When I add two and two together, I get four. And now, seeing his behavior on the show, it makes a hell of a lot more sense, knowing that this guy probably had somebody waiting back home. So I'll show the pictures. Um, like I said, she's not Bachelor Nation. She's nobody famous. So I'm leaving her name Instagram handle and her face out of it, but it's clearly Aaron and it's clearly this girl in all the pictures and the one picture from two days ago when her birthday was, you know, she puts a heart and puts at Aaron Clancy underneath it with a picture of a vase with 12 roses. It's like, okay, do you, do you do that for your platonic friends and then hang out with them and party them and, you know, have him kiss her on the cheek? Like, look, it's not, I'm not saying anything crazy here. Like, Aaron is no different than most of the other guys. I'm just saying, now that I found this out, I just found this out two days ago. I had no idea about this. It clearly seems like this guy had somebody back home the whole time and was just going on the show for fun and played Genevieve. So, I will include those in the column that will go up today in a couple hours on realitysteve.com, so check those out. Also, last night, Survivor, speaking of um, uh, being tricked, <laughs> I mean, my gosh. You know, the whole episode, <laughs> they're, they're trying to get you to think that the four that are on the bottom and the seven that are running the show, 
it, you know, it was a seven four vote, and they're 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 gonna they're gonna pick off the four on the bottom, which is Owen, Janine, what's her name, Colleen, is that her name, and Gabler, are the four on the bottom, and then Owen's like, we need to recruit somebody. And then he tried to recruit people, and they seemed like they were recruiting everybody. And they're like, "We got to get Ryan out." How's a perfect chance? And like, like not only did they make you think it was gonna happen, they think it was gonna make they made you think it was gonna be a landslide. And then the vote happens, and it's nine to two against Janine. Like, wait a second. I thought I thought everybody was almost on board for getting Ryan, but I get that's editing, and I get they have to show going into tribal council, they have to show different options. So clearly the people that were behind the cameras and the people that were running the auto mics and knew what everybody was saying probably knew that, okay, Janine's going home tonight, but we have to make it at least seem like there's another option out there. And that other option was Ryan, but the vote ended up being nine to two against Janine. So they didn't convince anybody, but the way they showed it on TV, it was like, Oh no, these bottom four have flipped the game. Owen was able to recruit, uh, I'm forgetting their names. I'm sorry, but the four on the bottom seemed like they had flipped two from the group of seven that were leading the charge and leading the alliance. So now it would be six, five for that group. And it wasn't even close. It was nine two. Janine's gone. So I was fooled. You were fooled. We were all fooled. Or maybe you weren't fooled. I don't know. As for the challenge last night, Kim and Colleen again, getting thrown into uh, the uh, arena. I just, you knew that it's just, when they started bringing all these vet teams on, it's like they just want a vet season, and it looks like that's what they're getting. Unless rookies pull out upsets in the arena, it's not happening. Or the zone. I keep forgetting. God, I'm bad with this. Anyway, if they don't pick off vets, it's just going to be an all-vet finals again, and no rookies are making it far. You wouldn't think. But... <laughs> Um, Michelle is probably in trouble. She will now be a target for sure because you don't want to get on Laurel's bad side and Michelle clearly is. So assuming Michelle doesn't win, um, the daily challenge next week, I'm guessing even if, even if Laurel and Jack don't win it. They probably have enough friends who are putting Michelle in. So look for that next week because you know it's coming. And one final thing to talk about in regards to I had an interesting uh, sighting yesterday in my rehab. Do you any of you remember this is a little old school, early 2000s, late 90s, early 2000s NBA. Do you remember Sean Bradley? Seven foot six white guy from BYU, when I was in high school, the name Sean Bradley was so synonymous with basketball because he was a seven foot six, skinny, white basketball player who was going to BYU, and they thought he was going to revolutionize the NBA because he could actually like move around on the court, and he was seven foot six. Like he was the guy that, in my eyes, was the tallest human in America when I was in high school. It's like every time you heard Sean Bradley, oh that that guy's like the tallest guy ever. I mean, he was seven six, tall guy. But I don't know if you heard this, but in March of 2021, he got in a bike accident in Utah where he lived. He lived in St. George, Utah. And he was riding his bike, and he got rear-ended by a truck. 
and he is now paralyzed from the waist down. It's a horrible tragedy. It's not like he was still playing. He is long gone from the NBA. He last played in the NBA in 2005. But I say this because yesterday I'm doing my rehab, and in comes a very large man in a wheelchair, clearly. And I look at it, and it took me three seconds to be like, wait, that's Sean Bradley. And, you know, this is a guy whose career I followed. This is a guy who, when I was in high school and anybody around my age that was a sports fan knew who Sean Bradley was. And he didn't have the career that a lot of people thought he would. Uh, he definitely got made fun of a lot because he people consider him, I guess, somewhat of a failure in the NBA. But, you know, to see him yesterday at rehab, working as hard as he as he was, you know, it's inspiring. And, you know, he's right now he's paralyzed from the waist down and has been since March of 2021. And I don't know if he's ever going to walk again, but it was just, you know, pretty cool to see somebody in there doing that. I didn't want to say anything to him. I kind of wanted to, but then I was like, I don't want to interrupt his, even just to say, man, hang in there, you know, followed your career. Uh, I just got cold feet. But if I see him again, I, I probably will. Cause he was actually on one of the machines at the time. And I didn't want to do that while he was on the machine when I was leaving. So um, if I can catch him at a time, if, if he's ever at rehab, when I'm at rehab again, and I can catch him at a time where he's not actually working out, then yeah, I probably will just say something to him, just words of encouragement. But sad story. If you want to look it up, just Google Sean Bradley and bike accident. Thank you all for tuning in. I really appreciate it. Like I said, in a couple hours, an amazing, amazing interview with an incredible young woman, Allie Appleby, who is the current Miss Teen Dallas USA. And uh, that'll be up around 9 a.m. Central Time. Please listen to that. And if you can, send her a positive message. Send her a note of encouragement and tell her that you heard the podcast and and leave her a message because she likes getting positive messages. And you'll hear her tell the story of some of the the negative reactions she's gotten to winning and uh, the things that people say to her. It's just, ugh, breaks your heart. Anyway, thank you all for tuning in. I really appreciate it. And we will talk to you tomorrow. See you!